Good morning. I hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Thursday morning. And that was another song by Crowder, A Night Like This. And I've uh, been on my Crowder kick for the last couple of days. And uh, uh, that song's been out for a little while. And uh, the way I heard it, uh, believe it or not, Shaq and his kids were uh, listening to that, this uh, Crowder song, A Night Like This, and they were dancing to it. I saw it. I don't know if where I, it was on social media, so I don't know where I saw it at, but uh, that's when I uh, found that song by Crowder. And, uh, you know, that's one great thing. I mean, I don't know if Shaq is saved or not. I'd like to, you know, hope, hopefully he is. But, uh, you know, that's one great thing as a Christian. Uh, you know, it's not boring. Our walk is not boring. Our attitudes towards Christ is not mundane. It is we can have excitement, we can have joy, and uh, we can uh, get down and boogie <laughs> if you want to. Uh, remember, even David danced, and so uh, you know we can uh, we can be a Christian and still have a great time in the Lord. So it's a wonderful thing. But uh, I saw a lot of people already saying good morning, and so I do want to say good morning to uh, Jennifer Williams and Mary. Uh, Bratain, I don't know if I'm saying that right or not. Uh, Bratton um, and uh, Darlene Barker. Uh, we got Sheila Sanders, Kelly Swift, uh, and Jennifer Honeycutt is all the one, all the ones that I can see. Uh, I see that there's more than that watching this morning, but uh, uh, those are the only ones that I can I can see who have commented. So I appreciate you all for joining joining in this morning. And uh, so as we get started here, let us uh, stand and let us uh, say the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for that good uh, pledge we get to say each morning even if we are uh, neanderthals <laughs> if you haven't heard yet uh, this morning um joe biden has um, uh, eloquently uh, referred to those who want to lift the man mask mandate uh, as neanderthals i guess we're just a basket of deplorables and neanderthals if we don't uh, agree with the liberal progressive agenda you know i don't know where you fall out on the whole mask thing i am very very torn on it i mean as a pastor uh you know i, I want to you know i encourage uh, the mask wearing in church if if no i don't want to see any congregate get uh, sick uh, and uh uh, as a result of something we've done. So, you know, I encourage that. If that'll help prevent an older person or someone with a compromised immune system, you know, I, I think it's, well, maybe it's, we should encourage that. At the same time, uh, you know, I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum to the fact that, uh, you know, if masks work so effectively, why are those that has even been wearing masks still getting sick? You know, I'm, I'm very aggravated and frustrated. I've had both of these COVID shots. Praise the Lord that I had them. Uh, but I still have to wear a mask, and I'm like, well, you know, if this is 95% more effective uh, and to prevent getting it, then why do I still have to wear a mask? Say, oh, but you can still spread it. So I just, I don't know. It just, it, it bugs the daylights out of me. I, I have asthma. It's very difficult for me to breathe in these stupid masks, so I hate wearing them with a passion. And uh, and I don't, and I'll be honest with you, I, I guess it's just a redneck side of me. I don't like being told what to do. I don't like somebody saying, you have to do this. You know, I, I, I'm I want to rebel and do the opposite when somebody says, you have to wear this. I feel like saying, no, I don't. And so I'm very torn on this whole issue. So wherever you're at, 
mask, no mask, you know, that's what you got to pray about and, and think on, uh, uh, you know, what do you feel is best for you and your family. But, um, uh, you know, my wife works in the school system, so she has to wear hers all day long. And, uh, but I just, I don't know, I'm very torn on this. You know, first he said, you don't have to wear a mask. Then you have to wear a mask. Then you have to wear two masks. You know, I don't, I don't think they have a clue. I really don't. And, uh, uh, so it's, it's very frustrating. Uh, it really is. We turn on the news and, uh, being referred to as Neanderthals if you, uh, want to, uh, pull back the, uh, mask mandate. So, uh, it is what it is, but, um, uh, just, I, it, it just, uh, uh, makes me angry. <laughs> it really does because I just get tired of this liberal agenda out there. And that's, I guess that's another reason why it makes me want to uh, rebel and do just the opposite because I am not a fan of who's in office right now and their illegitimate uh, and underhanded ways and schemes that they took in order to obtain their position. But We'll save that for another day. <laughs> Let's uh, look at our verse this morning. Our verses. Uh, look at Ephesians one four through five. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will. And as me, Pappy always says, bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts, my friends. You know, uh, you know, I, I've hit on election. You know, I feel like a lot, and um, I know there's some people out there who still have a hard time understanding it and say, "Well, that's not fair." Jesus come to save everybody, but you know, if, if Jesus come to save everyone in the world, it would it would have cheapened what he has, he he done on the cross because he knew not everyone would accept him. And be quite honest, it makes us more special. For those who have given our lives over to Jesus Christ because he did choose us. You know, if you went to an adoption agency and you wanted to adopt a child and uh, you say, you know, uh, you know, I, this one here I like and, and you take that child home and you love them. And, uh, and just like in Roman times, if a child was adopted, they were just immediately uh, as if they were born into the family, was entitled to every inheritance, every honor, every accolade that was due them as Roman citizens. And likewise, as Christians being adopted into the throne of Christ, uh, we are to uh, have that same inheritance. We are uh, we have that same inheritance that Christ will have or has. And uh, so it makes our, our uh, salvation that much more special because God chose us. He didn't have to choose anybody. But he did decide to choose some, and those are the elect. And, and we don't know who the elect are. That's why it's imperative and important that we still minister. We still uh, try to go out and spread the gospel message, try to plant those seeds, because we don't know who the elect are. And some people who are saved say, well, how do I know I'm the elect? If you wasn't the elect, then you wouldn't be saved. So if you've given your life over to Jesus Christ, you're, you're, you're the elect. You're good to go, man. You know, so there's no worries on that. I, I remember years ago uh, working as a, an instructional assistant at a local school here. This woman, uh, she was apparently in disagreement with election. And she made it really clear uh, that uh, she didn't agree with it. And uh, uh, she even looked at me one day and said, yeah, there's some churches out there that think that only certain people are going to heaven. And I thought... Well, I mean, you can't deny God's word. I mean, Ephesians 1, 4, 5 said he chose us, all right? In love, he predestined us. I mean, you know, uh, it can't be any clearer, uh, you know. And, and again, you know, God didn't have to choose anybody, but he did decide to save some. 
And so that's, you know, that is very wonderful and very special. And, and again, goes back to what I was talking about a little bit last night, that we are the called out ones, that we are, are separate from those of the world, that those of us who've given our lives over to Jesus Christ. And so we have to be very careful, we have to be very on our guard at all times. And it goes back to yesterday's devotion a little bit, uh, not only being sober-minded, but to be aware of the temptations that the devil does walk around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. You can look at... Um, I don't really have anything here I can see that I can use as an illustration. Um, say, um, I don't know, let's see if this might work. Okay. I don't even know, what is this, an earring? <laughs> okay. Not one of mine. <laughs> anyway, uh, think of yourself as, as a pendulum, okay? So uh, if you are, um, you know, the, the pendulum is going to swing, you know, left or right, obviously. And if you're a, a child of God, and uh, say, for example, uh, you know, well, let's pick at the men this morning. We're always picking at the ladies. Let's pick at the men this morning. So say if you're a man and uh, you are uh, uh, out of town uh, on a business venture and uh, work hours are over and your buddies say, hey, let's go to uh, uh, the dollhouse down the road here. Well, you know, if you've been to Myrtle Beach, the dollhouse doesn't mean that they sell dolls. <laughs> Not that I know. Never been in there. But from what I hear, it is uh, uh, ladies of the night who uh, <laughs> who wish to disrobe. So, uh, you know, so you have a choice. They, you know, you say, well, nobody knows me. I'm out of town. I can uh, might get away with it. Well, then that pendulum's going to swing in a direction that's pulling you further away from Christ. If you say, no, I'm not going to do that, you stay back at the hotel, you work out, you're trying to keep your mind pure and clean, then that pendulum is going to sing closer to the things of the Lord. You see what I'm saying? You know, or if you check in, you're out of town, and uh, you decide to uh, put in a uh, soft porn, watch a uh, movie like that, then obviously that pendulum is swinging closer, I mean, away, I'm sorry, further away from God. Or when you come in, check in, say, hey, I want these channels blocked because I don't want that temptation. The pendulum swinging closer to God. You see, we have that choice, okay? We have that choice of where that pendulum is going to swing. Either you're going to have it swing closer to the things of the Lord, or you're going to let it swing further away from God. And, uh, you know, that's kind of one thing we could see in, in our political sphere, uh, in our country uh, as a whole, that pendulum has swung further away from the things of God. It's gotten more liberal. It's got you know, the liberal progressive ideas, the uh, the idea that truth is relative. Uh, you, what's fair for you, what you believe is good for you, but not good for me, uh, that the Bible is not based on truth and, and perversion. Uh, you know, it's like last night I saw where a, a woman took her child to the gay pride parade. I just, to me, that is mental abuse. I just cannot imagine exposing a young mind to that debaucherous and evil. Uh, anyway, but you see that, you know, here, but when the country started out, uh, there were those who were escaping religious persecution and they wanted to, to be able to worship as they wanted to, not be dictated on how they should worship and uh, uh, get away from the Church of England. And so our founding fathers based our laws on the moral laws of God. Uh, and uh, because the moral laws we know is universal across the world. Uh, the stealing is wrong, murder is wrong. We understand that. States used to even fund churches, believe it or not. Congress used to open a prayer. They used to have their own chaplain. Now look at the pendulum, how humanism and uh, unbelief in God, atheism, 
uh, Islam, all this stuff you notice is pulling us further and further away from God. That pendulum is swinging further away from God. So we should be have no uh, surprise that our, how wicked and evil our country has become. But as children of God, those who have been chosen, those who have been predestined, those who are the elect, those of us who accepted Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, we have to work daily to avoid those pitfalls and temptations. If you have a problem with viewing something on the internet, you know you shouldn't be viewing. Maybe you need to have an accountability partner to put blocks on that to help you prevent looking at that. Maybe uh, you know if there are certain there's things that uh, that uh, I've had to remove uh, from uh, so, whether it's uh, a social media platform or whatever to avoid uh, those temptations uh, to want to view something that I, I should be viewing. So I you know I try to be uh, you know even just because I'm a pastor is not a mean, a mean that I'm immune to temptation. So we have to be very very careful uh, on which way that that pendulum is swinging. All right, and either you can have it swinging closer to God or further away from God. Remember who you are as a child of God. Remember who you are as a person in Christ Jesus, that new creation. So be careful. Avoid those pitfalls and snares. Be careful of those things that could pull you away from the things of the Lord. And it don't take much. You know, that's one thing. I, you know, it has had um, um, an impact on churches. This whole COVID thing. You know, people were getting lax in their attendance with church as it was. They were. Uh, uh, Christianity as a whole has become apathetic, has become complacent. Uh, the the zeal and the excitement uh, is no longer there. It's waning because I think that not only do people have gotten so caught up in their day-to-day lives or children's lives, sports, it's pulled them away from the Lord. But I think, uh, again, I think the Internet has hurt churches just like it's hurt retail stores. Um, and, you know, we and Brandon's talking the other day, uh, you know, he's at the mall. And it's just so sad. You know, used to the mall was packed. That's just where you wanted to be. You know, it was really cool. A lot of neat stores. In fact, you go up north. The malls up there, at least when I was a teenager, I would go see family up north. I mean, they were huge. I mean, they'd have a they had a full size merry go round in the food court. I mean, it would take you a couple of hours and easy to to walk around, look at all the different stores. You know, and, but now because of internet sales. There's no reason really to go out unless you just want to try something all before you order it. I mean, really. I mean, you know, that's really about about what it's come to. Well, that's the way people have come with the church. They're like, well, I can just watch live online. Why do I need to be there? And so now you've got even more of an excuse. Well, you know, COVID's out there. I don't want to take a chance. But you don't have a problem going to Walmart. You don't have a problem going to work. You don't have a problem doing anything else you want to do, concerts or whatever. But the church, eh, you know. So, uh, you know, I feel like that that has been a detriment uh, to the church and we need to be there it's important that's why God's word says do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together with like-minded believers we need to be there we need that encouragement we need to be with other people we we need to be in that social construct so many parents complaining that their children need to be in school because they learn better but yet could be the very same parents who make excuses why they don't have to go to church <laughs> you know uh, it's the same thing you need to be there in person to learn you need to be there in person to be with peers and to be with other people that uh, believe as you do it's important to have that 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 meeting that assembling that congregation so that uh, it helps you in your walk with the things of the Lord what is your life reflecting is it reflecting one of change is it reflecting uh, of a person who's been uh, called out one one that has been chosen one that has been predestined are you demonstrating a life that the pendulum has swung closer to the things of the Lord? Or has the pendulum of your spiritual world swung closer to the thing, I mean, the things further away from God? And that's what you've got to ask yourself. I mean, sometimes you've got to take that spiritual pulse. Where are my priorities? What am I putting first? 
And we can either give in to temptation, the things of the, of the flesh, the pride of life, coveting, selfishness, self-centeredness. We can give in to those things, or we can fight against that, kick against the goads, if you will, and uh, live a life that is pleasing, honorable to God. Whether we're on this side of heaven, we will fail and we will fall because we are uh, uh, finite beings and we are, this world is sin-filled. But one day we get to spend eternity in heaven where there is no more pain, sorrow, suffering, or sin. But so there we'll have the good days where we're, you know, like we're, we're doing well with the Lord. There may be days we're screwing up constantly. But we have to keep our eyes on the prize and keep striving for that mind of Christ to continually grow spiritually. And remember, friends, we cannot be stagnant in our walk. We must constantly and consistently be growing spiritually, mentally, and emotionally in the things of the Lord. So, uh, you know, so make sure that you are learning and growing and you, you've got that close relationship. I don't know about you, but I want to walk as close uh, with the Lord as Enoch did because Enoch walked so close with the Lord that one day he just disappeared. So what a wonderful thing, you know. So let's go ahead and uh, close in prayer. And if our Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Lord, help us uh, to make sure that we are... Uh, aware of the weaknesses in our lives to avoid those temptations and snares and pitfalls. Lord, help us to uh, make sure that the pendulum is swinging in the direction that makes us closer to you. Let us walk closely with you. Let us pray. Let us read. Let us study. And let us serve you well. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let us pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with our nation's leaders, the people of this country, that you'll touch their hearts and minds. They'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do pray for Franklin Patrick, who's having to have stints put in. Uh, Lord, I do pray that um, you'll be with Gary Whitson as uh, he's uh, had to go to the hospital. I do pray for Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Jenner Troy Hood, Linda David Feathers, Larry and Donna Knight, Jane Kitchings, Donnie Cutshaw. I do pray for... Judy Bolton, I do pray for the Metcalf family, I do pray for uh, the Johnson family, uh, and my own family who's dealing with loss, Verda Campbell and her family, uh, they're dealing with loss, so many people, Lord, that are hurting, and I pray that you give them comfort and peace, and Lord, be with us, lead God, and which will protect us, and Lord, uh, help us, Lord, to be a light in this world of darkness, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for uh, tuning in this morning, and uh, uh, uh Appreciate y'all's comments as I'm speaking. Y'all always feel free to talk amongst yourself and make comments. And if I find uh, a chance to uh, address those comments, I will. And uh, but I don't know. I was looking down here. I saw where Mary uh, put on here. Uh, they passed a bill last night to defund the police. That's sick and sad. I don't know what these people think is going to happen when they do that. And Jennifer said the mall closes at seven because of COVID. I didn't know that. I didn't know they were they were closing early now. So that's. It's a shame. And anyway, um, if you want to listen to these devotions as you're going out and about your day. Oh, I'm sorry. First, if you uh, have friends or family who don't do social media, they can watch live on flbconline.com and all the devotions, but our sermons as well. But now if you want to, uh, if you're working and want to throw something on and want to listen, you can listen to all these devotions on, on the Doc Young Chronicles podcast free of charge. But again, it's audio only, so be sure and check that out. Well, my friends, I hope everybody's supposed to be a pretty day today. So, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, say it with me, 
Live each day as if it were your last. Because why? Because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.